Good, amazing day to all. Your day will and must be a blast, fun filled with love, happy news, peace, and clarity. Yes, this is your boy Gabriel. That was Tupac, who I call the Ascendant Master. It was a song, I don't know for some of you, staring at the world through my rearview mirror. He's talking about six cents, yo. Six cents, yo. That's all. That's all it is. Six cents. Staring at the world through my rearview mirror. Go on, baby. Scream to God. He can't hear you. I can feel my heartbeat faster because it's time for him to check out like he predicted his death. Well, I think he was, what, 23, 24, 24, something like that. There's just young souls that come to bring the message and then they go. Sometimes people come, they just don't like what they see. They can't handle. They're higher vibration people and they're coming into this body. You got a powerful universal mind. You got God in you. The force of this universe comes in in the physical form to have a life experience. That's all we're here to do. You have this spiritual force that's powerful and it comes, it wants to have a physical life experience. When you tap into that force and it's pouring through you, you might not know how to control that. That's why people meditate. A lot of great sages, mystical teachers meditate. Meditate. You have to find balance. If you don't have balance, it's going to overwhelm you. But for some of you think his life is mystery. This is how it was written for him to come and go, people. It's time for us to let it go. This is how he was supposed to come, making his impact and go. There's just some souls who just don't want to come and hang around. They don't want to deal with it. The game of life here on earth is just too much. They're just higher vibration, but they must come because it's their life mission. They're like, I don't fucking want to come to earth, but I guess I need to come. And then when they come, they're like, I told you, this is the reason I don't want to deal with this bullshit on this planet earth. This is the shit I got to deal with. But I got to do what I got to do because I want to get back out of here. I want to check out of here. I want to go so bad. Tupac was a higher vibration mind, so... But life on earth, they weren't ready for him. It was too, too high, baby. <laughs> Metaphorically and, and <laughs> specifically. He was. <laughs> That's why he was born in California, people. He was, in, he was a Cali kid. Son, Gemini. He was. He was a sun sign, Gemini. He has to come from there so that everything that he has to speak about to be felt in the world, he has to go to Hollywood, people. <laughs> God is the greatest magician and mathematician ever. Where you were born and what you are here to do, your message it will, you will know, you will be built, 
you will be born and where you go and where you start your life and your journey is all part of your physical life experience and your life mission. He came to Cali, he did his thing, he spread his message, he got out. He was an ascendant master, he was a prophet. John, John Lennon, Bob Marley, all these great people, higher vibration souls in a physical body. They tap into their higher self and it's overwhelming. They see their bullshit going on and they can deal with it. They speak about it the best way they can. And they're like, please, I want to get out of here. I don't want to be here. They were fearless. They were fearless. Because they know where the, the, the source comes from. They know who the source is. They know who's in charge. Why be afraid of a physical life? When you are immortal and spiritually, the moment you connect to your source, you see the truth in that. You don't fear death anymore because there's no such thing as death. You just basically just remove your physical body again and go back spiritual. That's all it is. True story, y'all. I was a Tupac kid and like I was like, I thought I was Tupac back in the day when I was in Nigeria. Young. 12, 13, 14, I had my bandana, I was acting like a Tupac, like I'm a rebel. It's my story. I love Tupac so fully. I was not a rapper, but I thought I was. I had my bandana, you know. Listen, my parents were teachers. My my, my father was a, you know, was a high school principal. My mom was a teacher. And my mom, like, we were, like, so super religious. Everybody in my family was, like, Religion, religious, 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 and food. We had religion for like breakfast, lunch. And then we have food, dinner, which is also religion. Which was the dessert to the food. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it was that, but I just love the fact that he was a rebel. He spoke his mind. He was not afraid. And a kid from Nigeria, like having expectations of... You know, your parents are teachers and you got to live up to that. I didn't, I didn't admire that that much. I wanted to be a kid. I wanted to like act a fool every once in a while. And Tupac was perfect. So I thought I was. That was my nickname in, 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 in high school, y'all. <laughs> Middle school and high school, I guess you could say that. But the rebel started somewhere. Ah. Oh. The rebelness. My mother in the 60s in Nigeria at the time of that was a civil war actually at the time going on in Nigeria at the time. My mom was one of the first few to actually go into school talking about a woman in a male dominating society. And she was like, I'm going to school. I'm not going to be a housewife. Talk about being a rebel. My father came from poor neighborhood, poor village. Nobody goes to school. He got a free ride to go to school. He went to all British school at the time. F full ride scholarship. From a tiny village. My mom was actually more from a bigger city from my father. Where my dad came from, nobody went to college. My dad did. He was a rebel. He's like, I refuse to be here, stuck with these people. I want more for my life. I'm not saying those people didn't, have, didn't enjoy their life. But he wanted to be different. So, y'all, being a rebel, he starts somewhere. If the root chakra, it's, it is what it is. 
Tupac was a rebel because the mother was. Hey, apple don't fall far from the tree. It's all the root chakra, people. The root chakra is your foundation. So, yeah. But no matter how he was, he was a great mind. And I love, I appreciate his work. That brings me back to what I want to talk about today. It's letting go. Letting go of bullshit. Letting go. Letting go. Nature lets go. Nature changes. Shit happens in our life. So for us to change. We have to change. There's four to five seasons, right? Spring, summer, winter, autumn, I guess four seasons. Yeah. So nature changes. It lets the fall go. It goes into spring. It lets the spring go. It goes into summer. It must change. But in life, we don't want to change. Changing is very uncomfortable. But we are nature. We must change. So life comes to us to help help us change, to force us to change. We change to transform. We have to change. And that's what happens. So we must let go. We can't hold on to stuff that people have done to us. We can't hold on to everything in our soul. We got to let that go. Otherwise that weight will wear us down. All that stuff is here in the law of vibration. And it can keep us down here too long if we don't let go. In misery, drowned in misery. In our own hell that we created for ourselves because we don't want to let go what our exes said to us. We don't want to let go what people said to us, people did to us, how people treated us. We don't want to let go. We hold on to it and then it will kill us. It comes in form of cancer and kill the people. Accident, illness, depression, anxiety, anger. Envy, alcoholism, addictions. It's all of our create. We create all that reality for ourselves because we refuse to let go, to let the spirit in to heal us. We're resistant to change. The physical mind wants to control everything. When the spirit was like, let go so I can come in and heal you with love, with love. All the great sages, all the mystics, all the minds, they all came and spoke about that. So bringing back to my message of letting go. The other, my last episode, I spoke about how I had a conversation with my mother and I wanted to discuss that. And that's the reason why I was talking about letting go. You know, y'all, not long ago when I started my spiritual journey, it's basically going within yourself, rediscovering yourself again. By letting go, closing or basically closing old wounds, let it heal completely. So you can close that chapter. Close that chapter, but leave the door a little cracked open. I always say that people say, you know, as you go through your journey, 
you know, you move up, you move on and you don't hang out with the friends, some friends anymore. Is that intentional? What happens is you move up your higher vibration and if they are where they are, then you might not be on the same page with them. But as I keep growing, I realize that you don't, you don't close that door because God can also use you to shine light to help them ascend. You can always go back and learn from them. You don't close doors. You're a love. Love goes everywhere. Love goes everywhere. So you got to keep that door open so that you can accept them. You can love them. You can appreciate them. You can show them love and compassion. So yes, you move up, but that does not mean you look down on those people. That's important. You know, the society says, yeah, you know, you got to let those negative people go. You got to let those negative people go because you don't want them to wear you down. Yeah, 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 yeah. In some sense, yes. But in another sense, there's a reason why God puts you there to shine your light. For every negativity, there's a positive in it. For every positive, there's a negative in it. It's, it's a duality world we live in, the yin and the yang. We spoke about that before. You can't act like you're too good for your friends and you're going to leave them to drown. Where's the Jesus in you? <laughs> Channeling my mother. Where's the Jesus in you? Why would you just let somebody drown? Heck, when somebody's drowning, what do you call it? They, uh, the coastal guards come to rescue them. The people, the guards... You know, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, I mean, the, on, on the beach, the beach guards, they come to rescue them. Somebody always come to rescue them. Who do you think those people are? The angels in disguise. The Jesus in disguise. <laughs> we don't leave people to drown. We never do. It's not in our nature to. We always rescue so to say, yeah, you know, you got to let those negative people stay there. Because I got, I got no time for that. I'm all positive now. Yo, you're missing 50% aspect of yourself. That's you. That 50% is you. That's 50% negative in you. That's 50% positive in you. People always look at negative as a bad thing. No, no, no. It's not a bad thing. It's always a learning experience. You can always learn from that. You know, sometimes we say, oh, God, you know, I, I want the best. I want the best. I want things to be awesome. And then shit happened bad. You're like, fuck, why did it happen? I wanted it to be good. That's the good that you need. That negativity is the good that you wanted, that you need. Sometimes we don't see that. The universe knows precisely what we need. It might be for that shit to crash and burn. It might be for that relationship to fail. That, that divorce to happen, that for you to lose that job, for you to move out of state, for you to go somewhere else, for you to go out there on your own, that's part of your journey. It could be for that accident to happen, for that illness to happen. You ask for something better, so the, che- the, the season is coming. We're going from the fall. <laughs> the winter is coming, y'all. Dun, dun, dun. Game of Thrones. The winter is here. The Skywalkers are here. Is that what it's called? I have no idea. I think so. I have no idea. Anyways, they're here. What are you going to do? 
They're coming. The winter is here. Oh, come on. It's not going to be winter all, all year long. Spring is coming. Fall is. And then the summer comes. We have to go with the seasons. We can't be the same. We can't. We can go to the summer. Are you still in the winter? We can come back when winter comes. We come back. We winter with you and see what you're all about. I'll bring my summer with me to winter and warm you up a little bit since you've been cold for a minute. I got the summer in me. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring it to you. I bring that love. I warm it up for you a little bit. Give you a hug. Give you a smile. Give you an encouragement. Let you know that I'm praying for you. I'm sending you vibes. I will never give up on you. I'm not going to let you drown. All my fingers are busy, but I got my pinky finger. I'm going to still send out to you. I'm going to send it. I'm going to reach. I will extend that pinky finger for you to grab onto, no matter what. If the other four fingers are busy and the only pinky finger is all left, I'm going to send that to you. Because that's what we are. That's part of the change. That's necessary. So you don't look back. You don't turn back on those people. You don't close that door. You leave that door cracked open because the universe will send you back to help them evolve. So for you out there that want to always cling on, let the negative people go move on. You don't because they're also part of you. That wound must heal completely. And in order for way to heal is love. And love is acceptance, is compassion, is understanding, is respect. You can't just ignore your enemy. <laughs> they don't go away. <laughs> you don't. Whatever the enemy is, is you. You don't ignore that. You must heal that with love so that you can always face it every time it comes to you. You don't ignore negative. It will come back until you get to deal with it properly with love. See, that's the wisdom in this. That's the, you know, that's the thing we call negativity. Like we usually such a bad word. Heal that with love and leave that door open so you can always use that as a learning experience in life to keep growing. So my mother, when I started my spiritual journey, you know, she thought, oh, my God, my child does not want to go to church anymore. Oh, Jesus. I have to pray 3700.2255 rosaries because my child is not Catholic anymore. He's not Catholic. Oh, and to my mother, if you ain't Catholic, you know, you ain't Christian. That's how she used to think. But as my mother got older, she started seeing her kids different. She starts seeing that she can't control us anymore. She's given us everything that we need. My mother, my father. And let's face it, I am who I am because of my parents. <laughs> it's all the root chakra people. They were given that power to impose, to help us grow. All your experiences in life, you can yell and scream, your childhood was horrible, it was this, like, just like everybody else. But there's, there's a reason why the universe let it happen to you because there's a lesson there for you. I'm sorry that, you know, yours must have been difficult and horrible. So has a lot of other people. But you don't hold on to that shit. You got to let that shit go. Because the change is coming. Winter is coming. The rainy season is coming. Can you stand the rain? The spring is coming. Can you stand the rain? No pressure. 
No pressure for me, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The voice, yo. The voice. Pay attention to the voice, people. Can you stand the rent? It's coming. How can you stand the rent? Summer is coming. Autumn is coming. Are you ready for it? Are you prepared for it? Well, it's here. You must deal with it. And that's what happened. We got to let go. We got to let go that spring so we can get into summer. We got to let go summer to, to get into winter. We got to let go winter to get into autumn. Whatever, autumn before winter. I don't care. I, I'm not, but that's the point. You get the drift. You get what I'm saying. It's important to let go. Because if you don't let go, you're all by yourself. You shouldn't be alone. You shouldn't let drown. And letting, not letting go drowns us. In sorrow, in sadness, in anger, in resentment. We are by yourself. Who wants to be around negative, toxic people constantly? When you love comes to you, you don't let them in. You block them. People don't want to come around you because you keep them away. They're knocking at the door. The spirit within you is knocking at the door. I'm sending you love. I'm sending you people to come help you so you don't drown. But you don't let them in. So you're miserable. You're alone. Then when people are sent to you to bring you love, you don't let them in because you're still holding on to things. So my mother was worried and she's praying to God something happened to my child, my Catholic child. His name is Gabriel. He's in Gabriel. Gabriel is a messenger. Without me, yo, there's no Christmas. Don't forget that. If I did not blow that horn, people, there was no Christmas. <laughs> there would not be Christmas without me. <laughs> what happened to my child? What would I tell the church people? Hi, Chineke, man. What would I tell the church people? My child is not a Christian anymore. He has all this Buddha, this statue, this these people, these devil worshippers with all this statue of Buddha and all this Ganesha and Lekishimi and all these people, oh, and Shiva. Who are these people, eh? Who are these people? Who are these? Obutala, Oshun, who are these people? Who are these gods and goddesses that my child is looking on? Like, mom, no. It's not like that. I appreciate all religion. I appreciate all people. I appreciate. I like to learn the Mayan, the Aztecs, all works of life and traditions and culture. That's what I ask the universe. I want to understand you. I want to understand you. The universe like, well, if you want to understand me, understand all this around you. At first, when I said that, my mom was like, oh, my, no. It was. So this time around, I guess, make me retrograde is is happening so this is when we're purging we are the deep wounds are coming out my spiritual self says you must heal this wound with your mother 
You two need to be on the same page. I love my mother unconditionally, but that was a talk that needs to happen. We need to harmonize. We need to have love within us, the, the unity, so that those wounds can heal because she's concerned. The vibrational vortex of concern towards the sun. The universe is like, this is so much emotion. This is the intention. This woman, 60,000 thoughts a day towards his, her child. A mother, Mother Earth, pleading to mother of all creation. My child has fallen off the cliff. Do something. Well, the universe is like, you must fix this because I'm sick and tired of getting all this vibration, this energy, this intention all day long. There's nothing more powerful than a praying woman, a praying mother, especially. Oh, man. You don't want to fuck with a praying mother, man. No, for real. You don't. Because she got a box of tricks of the universe in the palm of her hands. For real. She's matrix, yo. You can't get to her. You can't touch her. You can't touch this. That's the kind of power a praying person has. Especially a mother. For that, for that matter. A mother. It's a different magnitude, yo. From a father. There's nothing wrong with that. A father can pray. For, for real, for real. But there's this praying mother. It's off the chain, people. That's favoritism. Mother nature favors women. Yes, indeed. They do. <laughs> Treat the women right, man. Treat women right. Treat them right. Because if you don't, you're not going to have a good life. You're going to drown. Because God is love. A woman is love. You will drown in your own sorrow. Because she, she always comes to your aid. She always comes to your aid. She's always there for you. She's always there for you. Light. Air. Water. Earth. She's always there. Your cat comes and loves you. Your dog comes and loves you. Your kids come and love you. Your friends come and love you. Air flow blows at you when you take a walk outside. The sun shines over you. The sky is perfect for you. She whispers in his in his ears and he's there for you. She whispers in her ears and she's there for you. She always whispers to you. So you must let go for that spirit to come in. You must let go to let people in, for you to grow, for love to come in and heal you. We don't. So I had to let go. I had to listen. My mom had to let go. She had to listen. This second time around, we talked. We had amazing conversation. The universe set it up perfectly. And conversation flowed. She understood me. She's like, I understand where you're coming from, baby. Oh, thank God. I get it now. You didn't turn your back on Jesus. I'm like, Mom, Jesus is love. It's love. 
what we put what we put label to what is the significance of jesus is love we make it look like he says i am the way the truth and the life he's talking about love is the way the truth and the life these people speak in high vibration words but lower vibration mind doesn't see it jesus is love buddha is love muhammad is love white buffalo woman is love they're all talking about the same thing love that's the universal light that's what heals that's all they're talking about but we're trying to make it look like you have to come from catholic you got to be from this religion to get to heaven no that's 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 man-made and she's not god my mom understood that she's like well i i taught you i raised you i'm like yeah you know, I'm a rebel like you. I have to see things from my own way. God put me here to be a, to dis- discover my truth and speak my truth from the universal mind. And she gave me her blessing and said, okay, my baby, I love you. I see where you're coming from. I'm glad you love Jesus. Ah. Oh, you love Jesus. That's good. She's in her 60s. Her upbringing and the way she was brought up in religion, the way she sees it is the way she sees it. Young people see it differently. We just do. I don't have to sit in church, Catholic church, all day for 30 years of my life and just do that. I can't. I like to see things. I was built to see things to explore everything around me i was built for that i was not built just to see things from that way one way there's no such thing i couldn't my soul couldn't it's not even my soul was so powerful that i could not it physically overpowered me my soul overpowered my physical powers it did it says you must see things other things around you you can't be stuck in one season Sorry, yo. That's what Catholic Church is to me. It's just one season. There's multiple seasons out there. This is my own opinion. You must see things from a Muslim perspective. You must see things from an atheist perspective. You must see things from Hindu perspective. You must see things from Native American perspective. You must see things from a pagan perspective. You must see things from Taoism perspective, Buddhist perspective. You must. See things from a Catholic Christian perspective. It doesn't matter. See them. God speaks through everyone. There's something out there you can learn. Not accepting others is resistance to change. They can change you. And it's okay. Pain before pleasure. That happens. All of us came. From a woman, she yell, ah, then the baby comes, pain and pleasure, that child comes. Then everybody's like, oh my God, what a baby, everybody's happy and loving and joy. Everybody have happy and joy within them. Happiness, that baby came, pain before pleasure. Shout out to Rick James. Fire and desire. 
Yes. You can't have a happy life if you have grudges with people. You're holding on to a lot of shit. You're going to be a caterpillar for life. It's not, I'm not cursing you. That's just nature. You're going to be dragging, crawling like caterpillar. Until you let go. You let all that weight go. You transform into butterfly. We all must transform into butterfly. That's how we ascend. Like what Christians call Christ resurrecting and going to heaven. That's caterpillar. I mean, that's butterfly. You got to be light. You got to be, you got to fly like a bee. You got to be light like a bee. Got to be light to fly. Run fast. You can't be heavy. Jumping up and down. You can't. You got to let go. So you can lose those weight. So you can move, able to move around. Resentment holds us, slows us down. It does. When you let go of that weight on your shoulder, that weight you carry, anger, resentment. The moment I had to talk with my ex-wife on my daughter's third birthday, when she turned three. Three. <laughs> After two years of going back and forth because we're we are angry, we are upset, we are mad. It didn't go our way. The way I visualized it to happen, the way she visualized it didn't happen. It was a tough decision, but it had to be made. And I'm glad we made that. The day we talked to let go, I was sorry. I'm sorry that I handled things very immaturely. That's things I shouldn't have done. But it's okay, that's part of life. There's no regrets. It's only experiences. You shouldn't have no regrets. It's all experiences. You must have that experience to understand how it affects people. And you see it, how it affects people. Because when it affects people, it's part of you. It's affecting you too, within yourself. So it happened. It was just at that moment when you had that talk and soul to soul. And our relationship gotten better. It's getting better and better. But I wish her all the best. I send her love. I want to dance on her wedding. I want to dance for, for her success. I want to dance for her happiness. I want to dance for her unconditional love. I want to dance for everlasting love for her and happiness. I want to dance for her success. I want to dance for any happy things happening in her life. And so with everyone else's in my life, all my friends and my family, everyone, I want to dance for your success. I want to dance for your perfect health. And I meant that for her. It felt good to say that to her. It felt good to say it now because I only want that for my ex. The mother of my child, Mother Earth. You can't claim you want a relationship with God when you have resentments around with your sister, with your child, with your daughter, with your fem female co-workers, with your own mother. When you go knock at the door of God, say, God, please, I want to be close to you. I want to get to know you. It will whisper, go fix relationship with your mom, with your wife, with your ex-wife. With your girlfriend, with your ex-girlfriend, with your sisters, with your brothers. 
when you a man you go knock at the door tell you go fix relationship with your male friends female friends your kids go fix them when you fix them then you have relationship with me because they are me and they are, I am them you like what the fuck really but I can't stand those people well so you can't stand me is that what you're saying excuse me who you think you is Hurst who you is <laughs> who you think you is <laughs> who do you think you are sir green tea how dare you <laughs> excuse me I like lemonade with I like green tea the cold one with some sugar in it I don't drink hot green tea <laughs> I'm from the south how dare you you have to you gotta let go you gotta you gotta work on that reach out send them love because you are healing yourself you are doing yourself a favor trust me the moment you say I'm sorry you let go you heal yourself part of you is healed even if they they don't accept it it's okay it's okay it's difficult as, as times but with time everything heals with time there is basically time gives it we you know heals things because you finally let go of all those you know all the all the frustrations and resistance to change and eventually we change and we conform we transform we do eventually but don't let don't let it be too late don't let it be too late when you're not able to live life and enjoy life anymore you are in very compromised situation and you can't do nothing anymore you're helpless don't let it get there start today let go reach out when the universe wants you to because it's already planned it's gonna go well once they reach out you reach out they, the thought come to you to reach out send out love do it the universe has a funny way of getting things done for us we just gotta have faith and believe and trust it will happen so that's what happened me and my mom is good I get to learn so much about her that I didn't even know for 35 years of my life I'm still discovering so much about my mother in her 60s I'm realizing all the kind of rebel I was it's all her my dad was too but man my mother man I love her for the sacrifices she made for our family she was the glue that spiritual glue that kept everyone together she was she still is so let go people fix that relationship with your ex it, it gets better and better it will it's still it might be uncomfortable at first but it's okay change is uncomfortable and eventually becomes okay the first two days of the new the season the winter comes in oh, oh god it's cold then you start wearing something warm to feel you make you comfortable give it time you get comfortable and then change come again before you get comfortable another change happens then you get used to it start today 
Start. Let go. Forgive. Send them love. Let them know you wish them well. Let them know you wish them well. They're wishing you well. Don't, don't, don't let all that facade fool you. They're over here flexing, getting mad. The, the thing about connecting to your spiritual self, you can see people's true heart. You can see them. Regardless of whatever their ego trying to show on the outside, you can truly see their heart. The people that you claim don't like you, they do. They just admire things about you. That's what, what you think they don't like about you. They just admire that about you. You just don't know yet. They do. They do. They care about you. They do care. Always. You're just, you're just too blind to see it. Open your eyes. You will see. They genuinely do care. If someone is getting pissed off or mad at you and telling you how you make them feel, they do care. Otherwise, why would they waste their time telling you how you make them feel? Because they care. They want you to appreciate them. They want you to love because you matter to them. You are important to them. Your respect. Your appreciation. Your kindness. Your compassion. Your love. Matter to them. Otherwise, why would they waste their time telling you how you make them feel? Pay attention to that. If they're telling you, listen. Because it's also they're telling you about yourself. So you can grow. If they're telling you, they're also telling you about you. You being an asshole, you being a jerk, you being disrespectful. They're telling you about you. So you can say, oh shit, I am that way. Okay, I'll be mindful of that. I am sorry. Forgive me. Then you go walk on yourself and heal that aspect of that inner child. That is acting, acting up like that. And then you thank them for bringing that up to you. Because who else would do that? If people are afraid to stand up to you to tell you who else will, you will continue that way. We all do. Until somebody says, no, mm, mm, mm. you ain't going to be telling me that. You ain't me. You ain't my mama. You can't talk to me like that. And then you're like, whoa. Don't get mad because they have an outburst. Pay attention when they're telling you. There's a truth to it. For every negative, there's a positive in it. For every positive that's also negative is a duality world. The good comes with bad. They travel together like Tom and Jerry, peanut butter and jelly. I don't care how you put it. They go together night and day. They all roll together. They roll together. Pay attention to that. Let go. I'm out, y'all. Your day is, gonna, is, already, uh, is already amazing. Filled with love. Filled with clarity and wisdom, peace, love and light.